You might be familiar with the acronym ABC, which is popularized in the 1992 film Glengarry Glen Ross, starring Alec Baldwin. It means always be closing. But since you and I are content creators, I want to repurpose the acronym into something different, which is always be creating. That's right. Always be creating. Let's explore what I mean by this, shall we? From Phil Svitek comes a weekly digital series where he shares his insights, concepts, and findings learned during his 15-year journey of working in the entertainment industry. Each lesson offers you a roadmap to overcome the challenges that all artists face on the path to success. Welcome to Phil Svitek Podcast. Greetings. I'm Phil Svitek, your 360 creative coach, and I'm excited you're tuning in as it's my pleasure to help creatives like you master mental fortitude. The reason I'm adamant about this is because talent and luck alone won't make you successful. Eventually, you'll buckle at the knees and trust me when I say you don't want that. The lessons that I teach are designed to prevent that from happening. Now, before we get started, I'd like to take the time to invite you to subscribe to this series if you haven't already done it. Once subscribed, you'll be alerted to new lessons whenever I post them. Thank you if you subscribed. Okay, here we go. Let's begin by considering the most obvious meaning of the phrase, always be creating, which is to apply yourself every day towards your creative pursuits. If you're a musician, let's say, play or compose songs. Perhaps you're a writer, in which case you should read books and draft pages. Maybe you're a filmmaker, wonderful. So get out there and shoot and then edit those videos. As a painter, you should spend time in front of your canvas. You get the point. No matter what your desired creative medium is, you need to put in daily effort. By not doing so, you won't grow and you won't achieve the results you're going for. Again, this is the most obvious meaning of the phrase, and yet so many creatives I know have so many excuses as to why they're not going after their passions. Don't let excuses get in the way. There's a way to make progress daily, no matter what your ambition is. For example, my biggest passion is filmmaking. And so I decided a few months ago to not let a lack of money or anything else prevent me from making my first feature film. And I'm excited to announce that I haven't wavered from that goal. As it stands, I'm halfway through filming. And by November 17th, my friends and I will have shot an entire feature film. Man, that's incredible. There was one day where we actually shot 11 pages of script in three hours. Most Hollywood productions only shoot about two pages of script a day. The reason that was possible for us was because we didn't allow ourselves to be trapped by fear or excuses. Our production is as bare bones as it gets, and yet we're achieving great results. Sure, there's mistakes here and there, but what production is without them? And furthermore, the audience never sees those if they don't end up in the final edit. The point being, don't give in to fear. A lack of time, the most common reason artists cite when they don't work on creative projects, might not sound like it's a fear-based one, but it is in fact exactly that. A lack of time is a practical excuse you can spout to someone else for why you didn't work on your creative ambitions. Stop with that. First off, people aren't sympathetic to excuses. They just aren't. Second, what's that really do for you? If we looked at your daily schedule, I'm sure there's places in there where we could find 
time to work on your art. Doesn't have to be a lot of time. A little time is better than no time at all. So do it. The other level of meaning to the phrase always be creating is to work on projects that are tangential to your pursuits. In my case, that involves things like this teaching series. Every week, I make it a priority to come up with a lesson, and then I write it, I film it, and edit it. It's like a compressed version of feature filmmaking, especially the editing part. I get better and better with graphics and certain editing features and techniques. I learn aspects about myself through my teachings that I then apply towards filmmaking. Also, before starting this series, I had little experience with green screen. Now I feel much more confident in it. And because I published this as an audio podcast, I've developed audio production skills as well as post-production methods that I didn't know beforehand and can apply to my feature films. It's been a wonderful learning experience. And of course, as a big added bonus, I get to help other artists like yourself in their journeys. So find ways to do things that are related to your creative passion. This can, and in fact should be, a job. Many people I know who want to be filmmakers or producers themselves work for various production companies in Hollywood. This is absolutely fantastic because you're in essence being paid to learn. The knowledge and experience you gain can, and I almost certainly guarantee it, will translate to your pursuits. Isn't that great? However, the trap that some people I know fall into is in thinking this takes them away from their goals. No, it doesn't. Every experience you have can be in the service of your dreams, but you must see it in that way. My friends that do recognize this are growing tremendously in their careers because they're making not only connections left and right and utilizing them for uh, future endeavors, but, but they're able to take that knowledge and apply it in other ways. Now, mind you, this isn't to say that you should simply view these types of jobs as stepping stones. You have to truly and wholly apply yourself to the job at hand because if you don't, people will dismiss you because they won't be able to trust you. You build deep and powerful connections when you establish trust through your work and your work ethic. I wanna go back to a sentence I said though, which is every experience you have can be in the service of your dreams, but you must see it that way. This is really the core of what this lesson is and leads us into the biggest meaning behind the phrase, always be creating. No matter what you do in life, you should see it through a creative lens. When I walk my dogs, it's a chance to be creative because it relaxes me and allows me to think thoughts. When I cook, I'm enjoying myself by learning how to mix various ingredients together and seeing how it all comes out. The more you view the world from this perspective, the happier you'll be and the more you'll be able to take that skill set because it is a skill set that you're developing when you do these things. You can apply that towards your art. When I talk about people making excuses and not going after their creative passions, I say it's because of fear. Part of what builds this fear in people is they're too distanced mentally from creativity. The more you exercise creativity in daily and seemingly mundane life, the more you'll unlock yourself. I've experienced this firsthand. And by the way, thanks to Lauren LaGrasso, one of my friends, for pointing this out to me. 
And sometimes when I work on my creative projects now, I feel like I'm doing it wrong because it's so effortless. That wouldn't be possible if I didn't practice it and practice it deliberately. That's the amazing part about all of this. The muses reward you only if they see you applying yourself. Apply yourself creatively throughout your whole life and the rewards will be plentiful. Always be creating. Remember that. Always be creating. A, B, and C. A simple yet powerful acronym. To recap, see the world from a creative lens. It'll keep your creative brain sharp. Whenever possible, work on projects that are tangential to your overall artistic goals because you'll learn skills that you can apply or at least be mindful of in your own work. And lastly, don't let excuses get in the way of your artistic dreams. Work towards your goals daily, no matter what. So how will you apply yourself creatively across all three levels? Well, go ahead and write them down in the comments section. I'd love to know, and I'm sure your ways may inspire someone else who might be struggling to figure out how to apply this across all three levels. Collectively, we can all help inspire each other. And with that, that's it for this lesson. However, please feel free to click over to any of the numerous lessons that I've created just for you. I have so many that you can check out along with other free resources. All you have to do is go to my website at illsvitek.com. If you enjoy these lessons but want to learn more about how to apply them to your life, well then, I encourage you to pick up a copy of my new course book, which is available at mastermentalfortitude.com. Lastly, a huge thank you to the people that helped make this episode financially possible. If you too would like to support this show, you can either head on over to my Patreon page or sport some of my merch from my store. The links are provided for you down below. Or you can simply just tell a friend about the show and we can build a community of like-minded creatives. Doesn't that sound wonderful? It does to me. Anyway, thanks for taking the time to tune in. Your time is precious, and so I respect that. I'm at Bill Svitek on social media, and I'll see you next time.